it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter, at Joy Keys. Also check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And we also have a group now. It's not just a page. Look for the group, and we get a lot of – you'll get the announcements faster. I've done some ex- exclusive giveaways only for group members. So you want to try the group instead of the page if you're more into Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And you can email me, Saturdays with Joy Keys at hotmail.com. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, also, you can make donations through PayPal, Saturdays with Joy Keys through PayPal um, to support the show and and, and looking uh, to continue the show because it does take some financial uh, aspects. But, again, I I appreciate you listening all the different platforms. Today, wow, what a controversial show I'm about to have. I know you guys are on the edge of your seat about what is about to be said. To start, I am pro-choice, okay? So just if you want to know where I stand, that's where I stand. My two guests, though, they, I consider them information agents, okay, if you want to put it that way. They are out there trying to inform and support women in their choices. Uh, the first guest is Elizabeth Rodriguez. She serves as the Community Engagement Coordinator for the Philadelphia Women's Center, Delaware County Women's Center, and PA State Infrastructure Project. Elizabeth develops and maintains positive relationships with state and community members and efforts to achieve abortion liberation. Elizabeth also has direct patient care by serving as a bilingual phone advocate for the Women's Centers, a group of independent abortion providers specializing in first and second term, second trimester abortions here in Connecticut, in Connecticut, Georgia, New Jersey. They have a website. Their website is the women's, and that's plural, womenscenters.com. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, our other guest, I believe, probably is some issues, but hopefully Marsha will be calling in. Uh, she is from the ASEA Center in Texas. So, wow, let's take a deep breath here. Where are we going to begin? Let me just ask you this. Do you know the answer, what is an abortion? Some people may actually don't know what that is. What does that entail? Uh um, an abortion, uh, well, it's, um, well, it depends. So uh, a lot of people are having uh, an abortion uh, because um, of health reasons. Um, others, it is because uh, of a choice they're wanting to make for themselves or their families. Now, in terms of the physicality of it, because there's an issue of, first trimester, second trimester, what's the difference between getting the abortion in the first trimester versus the second trimester? 
Yeah, so in the first trimester, it's, uh, an abortion could mean a couple of things. Um, it could be done via uh, medication or um, also a procedural um, abortion. Um, the procedure itself uh, is uh, the same um, in the first and si- second trimester abortion. However, the pills um, can only just be done in the first. And how 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 soon could you take a pill? Is, is it really the morning after? Do you go to the pharmacy and say, I need a morning after pill? No, that is something completely different. That is just plan B. The abortion okay, by so- pills is mm-hmm. um, a completely different process. Uh, in Pennsylvania, or at least out of uh, Philadelphia, uh, or at the women's centers, um, uh, patients are able to receive an abortion in the uh, around four to five weeks uh, as soon as uh, the pregnancy is visible in an ultrasound. So you have the pill. People can go to the pharmacy and get that, and that's different than actually getting a, a, an abortion, which is a physical procedure. Now, how long does abortion take? And how am I going to feel afterwards? And can you talk yeah, about so, that a little bit? Absolutely. The pills is uh, just a less invasive procedure on the body uh, where the patient is able to uh, uh, manage their own abortion at home, uh, you know, where uh, they feel comfortable. Uh, the uh, procedure itself um, is in clinic. Uh, there's no cutting or stitching in any way. And... Uh, it's very safe procedure. It's actually safer than, um, you know, a, a dental procedure. Uh, mm-hmm. um, patient is able to, uh, you know, have a quick recovery and uh, able to kind of go back about their regular routine fairly quickly. Okay. And in terms of the second term, does a person have to stay in a hospital for that? No, absolutely not. It's uh, uh, one, uh, It depends, So after a certain uh, weeks, um, it could be a uh, one to two day appointment, um, mm-hmm. but patient is able to go back to their homes right after their um, in, uh, their appointment in clinic. Now, how long have you been working in this field? So I've been an um, advocate at the, at the Women's Centers for four years and in the Community Engagement Coordinator role uh, for two years already. Why did you decide to get involved in such a controversial field? Yeah, so um, I, for me, it definitely has to be for uh, my my very own community. There's a lot of stigma around um, abortion care in um, the Latinx and um, Hispanic community, and I personally, uh, you know, find this. Um, you know, I've, I've experienced my own family having to manage their own abortions um, and hearing about that, um, and I really uh, am passionate about uh, making sure that they are receiving safe abortions um, and uh, quality care. Now, you know, there are some people who believe that certain centers, like Planned Parenthood or your center or others, were purposely killing babies of color. Is that what you have found, that they have been steering black women or Latino women or other women of color for getting abortions to eradicate that race? Is, is that something you found? No, absolutely not. Uh, we get uh, families of all colors uh, that receive the care they, they need and want, um, and it's never been a target 
or anything like that. Okay, we'll see. That's something that people are thinking out there, you know. Now, yeah, you're, in Pennsylvania, you're in Pennsylvania, um, Delaware, Connecticut area. If I wanted to get an abortion today, what is the first step I should take? Uh, the first step is definitely writing, uh, finding the um, a a provider. Um, uh, you can always go to ProChoice.org to find a provider. Abortion is currently legal in all 50 states, including D.C. Um, and uh, you know there you should be able to find a clinic. And and I want to say like legit clinic because there is anti-abortion centers there that are um, uh, looking to deceive uh, patients. Uh, uh, and looking to deter them from, you know, obtaining the services they need or even if they're just looking to see what their options are. Um, so being very careful with being uh, assuring that you're not encountering an anti-abortion center. Um, and after that, um, for us uh, in Pennsylvania, if you call us, we have our advocacy center where I serve, and we'll be able to navigate uh, the different laws and barriers that are in these different states. So, you know, you mentioned earlier we serve Connecticut, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, and all four of those four states have completely different um, different rules and bans for uh, people looking to exercise their rights. Uh, in Pennsylvania, that means having to overcome uh, many barriers and restrictions that such as um, the Pennsylvania Abortion Control Act, and um, we'll help you navigate um, through those barriers and restrictions um, once you call our center. Now, a lot of people thought Roe versus v. Wade was why, why? How are all the states able to make their own laws when we have Roe v. Wade? And let's just talk a little bit about Roe v. Wade. Roe, the woman, was actually a Texan. Mm-hmm. She was actually from Texas, and she was an unmarried pregnant woman, and she, she brought a class action suit. Uh, but many people may not know there was also a couple um, that also was with that suit that was combined. Uh, do you, are you familiar with that also, Elizabeth? Yeah, well, just, um, you know, a little bit about what we read is, um, you know, it is the constitutional right to access. Uh, legal and safe abor- uh, abortion. This was affirmed by the Supreme Court in 1973. And just to put things into perspective a little bit, keep in mind the Philadelphia Women's Centers has been probably serving our community since 1972. Um, you know, but legally alone, Roe v. Wade has never been um, enough. Uh, we uh, con- continue to experience um, violence, stigma, and judgment, and um, and so this uh, this government continues to put obstacles um, our way, um, reg- uh, regardless of this constitutional right of you know that was passed in 1973. So every state is able to change the law. Is that what you yeah. say? And, uh, and not the law. Okay. Yeah. So bills are bills are passed by um, the very the very people we elect. Um, These bills and bans uh, is what makes uh, abortion access um, uh, abortion access more difficult to reach. Now, with the um, Roe v. Wade and the Texas situation, that's something that's really hot. 
the Supreme Court has decided to allow Texas to keep their laws, I'm like, is that even legal? <laughs> I guess because they're the Supreme Court. But, you know, what's the next step for women in Texas, you know, trying to fight to get their rights back? What Do you know what's going on in the background right now? What's the next step people are taking? Yes. So, um, yeah, you would, you know, the, the, at the moment, the Supreme Court has chosen um, not to uphold our constitutional rights. And um, there is so many people in the ground um, doing the work. Uh, we have to right now be listening to them and seeing and they're guiding us in uh, where, where do we need to be and where do we need to um, support. Uh, right now, I do just uh, recommend, you know, reaching out to those organizations and seeing where the help is needed. And that's, that means right now we're focusing on assuring that patients are receiving the, the care that they can no longer receive in Texas. Um, legally, I, I, I don't know what could happen, and, and I'm sure the, the people on the ground are um, currently seeing uh, what, what's best for them and their patients. But I do know that right now we are just supporting uh, those uh, patients that are in need of uh, critical, the, the care they need, and, and we need to give that to them as soon as possible. So um, right now, let's, let's get a little on the ground. Let's get a little detail. We're, I'm, in, I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Do I need my husband's signature to get an abortion? Nope, absolutely not. If I'm a minor, do I need my parents' signature to get an abortion? Yes, a lot in Texas. In Texas, a lot like in, um, in in Pennsylvania, you do require parental involvement. If um, for some reason or another your parent can't get involved, or um, for your safety you cannot tell a parent, um, you could always go uh, through the judicial bypass that um, puts you in front of a judge, and the judge would then allow you to uh, continue your care without a parent. Now, would you help a woman, a minor, be able to do that? Because, you know, if you're a minor, that can be overwhelming. First of all, you're pregnant, and then you're telling me i got to go to court? Um, yes. Do you, does your center, Very overwhelming. Uh, does your center help minors out with that, that process? Absolutely. We help um, minors uh, navigate through uh, the, that barrier and put them in contact with um, the correct people that can help them. Not saying this has been a scary process, but um, we can definitely help them see all their options. Um, and um, yeah, it, it, there is good people out there that do help uh, minors see through see through this um, this giant barrier. What about rape? If I'm raped or molested, regardless of my um, age, can I get an abortion in Pennsylvania? Yeah. So if patients do, if patients have state insurance, they can go through um, a process to get their abortion. Uh, however, at times it can this it, this can even be a barrier uh, because the patient has to attend several appointments, and depending on the provider, sometimes they have to involve their primary care physician uh, to start off their paperwork. Uh, so because of um, you know all these extra steps that a patient who's already in distress who's already has a lot on their plate um, and may not have the support, this can be a giant barrier. Uh, and um, 
this the stigma it can just delay the patient's care and deter them from even using their insurance. So that's for state insurance, Medicaid you're talking about. But what if somebody has mm-hmm. private insurance? They can just come to your center or another place. No, um, uh, no, okay. Not, not a lot of private insurance cover the cost, and if they do, again, it's a lengthy process to be able to even obtain those uh, that type of coverage. So, um, you know, when, when you all say of lengthy, that, is it going to be weeks or is it going to be days? How I mean, it could be. Okay. Mm-hmm. It could be anywhere from five to seven business days, not including weekends. Okay. Um, and that's of course it just. I'm talking about possible just paperwork. There's always, you know, what if they need to take off from work? What if they need child care? And so that mm-hmm. could add on more more time. But um, in paperwork, that could definitely mean um, that. And then, you know, if you're needing to go your, to your primary care physician, right now you're not able to just go in and go out. Sometimes um, appointments with primary care physicians are not reachable at the moment or have to wait a while. So yeah, it could be um, that, but when, all, when, when we exhausted these options with, uh, uh, options with our patients, you know, and we know that this is not an option for them or they want to just get this over and done with because they are in a stressful situation, um, we absolutely guide them through um, other options and, um, you know, put them in touch with funding or uh, abortion uh, funds that could help them, uh, you know, make it to their appointment and get this over and done quicker. Now, let's, put a, let's turn to Texas. Texas is saying, I cannot get an abortion after six weeks. And they talk about this issue with detecting cardiac activity. Mm-hmm. Most women, and this is what I've been reading in the news, don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. Is this something that you found in in your um, activity here in, in the tri-state area? Have you found that to be true, that most women aren't aware and, and they come into the center later? Yes, absolutely. So uh, working as a patient advocate, I am um, I work with the Advocate Center. We're the first point of contact with patients. And um, this is very real uh, and for many, many reasons. Keep in mind, um, you know, it, it, yes, uh, you may realize you missed your period after four weeks, um, and you know that's when you'll be able to kind of determine. But for so many other people, um, there is, uh, you know, people uh, because of birth control, control, you know, or they're they have delayed periods, um, and uh, they they haven't realized that you know um, they haven't had their period yet um, because they have. Uh, historically, you know, had delayed periods in the past. And um, so, yeah, there's many reasons our patients um, or patients who seek abortion care haven't realized within the six weeks that that they are pregnant. They also have this bounty hunter type of thing going on. Can you talk to the audience about that in Texas? Yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of unbelievable that they're putting this much energy into um, penalizing. And of course, you know, uh, people of color are the uh, people of color, uh, people with um, under resourced um, are going to be the ones affected by this type of law um, because, uh, you know, they might uh, go ask for additional 
support. And in looking for this additional support, um, you know, they can encounter such a dangerous person uh, and further stigmatize abortion for them. That, and that could just deter, deter them from um, the care they need and, um, and maybe even, um, you know, look no further into that. Yeah, the person can sue mm-hmm. another person, a lay person or a physician who they believe is participating in aiding or, or actually doing an abortion. And they can win money for yes. basically being a snitch or ratting somebody out. I'm, I'm putting it like uh, yes. $10,000, recover yes. legal fees uh, and, and up to $10,000. Uh, Texas is not the only state that is going to be having this law. Georgia, Mississippi, Kentucky, and Ohio, uh, they've also passed a heartbeat law. And based on, um, there was a doctor in the New York Times, Dr. Villa Vicencio, she said the cardiac activity detected on ultrasound is not actually a true heartbeat. It results from electrical activity but the valves of the heart have not yet been formed. I'm going to say that again. That the valves of the heart have not yet been formed, and the sound does not indicate the pregnancy is viable. Mm-hmm. So you cannot have a heartbeat if you don't even have heart valves. I mean, that sounds yeah. like logic to me, Okay. So this thing about the heartbeat at six weeks, there is no heart to to create that. So um, that's a fallacy. Now, also in Texas, they do not make exceptions for rape or incest. Now, there's a line I read. It says it does permit abortions for health reasons, but the exceptions are very narrow. So I, I would have to read more. Are you familiar with what those exceptions for health reasons are? Yeah, and um, a lot of those times it, it's like a life and death um, kind of situation for the mother. Like it, it would have to be like the mother's right in front of you and she's about to die and kind of like um, thing. But not it, – it definitely wouldn't be like, oh, I fear for my for my health and like I need an abortion. It's not that it would have to be like right in front of her eye, right in front of your eyes. Like the doctor would have to be um, perform it for the, uh, because of life and death um, of um, the mother. But, um, you know, so you have to like put yourself in that situation. So if you already know you're having, uh, you're uh, carrying this pregnancy to full term could mean losing your life, you know, mm-hmm. that, um, they're coming that to get is. me, people. That the, <laughs> if you guys can hear the sirens, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so yes, somebody has to be right in front of the person in order to yes. say this is a life or death situation. All right. Yes. So, but if you I, already know that beforehand, you know, you yeah. already know you can, this is life-threatening pregnancy. You cannot have this pregnancy. That, that means nothing to them. You yeah. have to continue. Because, you know, some people could have a pregnancy uh, with an ectopic pregnancy. This goes into mm-hmm. people knowing about the different parts of a woman's body, okay? Many, mm-hmm. many people do not know a woman's body parts, even women. So I'm not trying to say it's just men. 
people. That's why I said people do not know the different parts. People can have ectopic. Ectopic, the, the pregnancy is in a tube in the woman, and it, if it expands, she will die. You know, so but, so that's that's the situation. But you won't know yeah. that for a certain period of time, and it may not be, um, you may not see that at six weeks. All right, let's go to, I want to help. How can I help? And where do yeah. I go to help? So, uh, you know, the, um, the main thing is, like, battling stigma, and um, you're already doing that by, um, you know, having this conversation with me, and um, that really goes a long way. Uh, so, yeah, battling stigma, uh, donating to abortion funds. They're literally in the ground um, doing the work. Um, and also you could always uh, write to your local officials. Uh, you can volunteer to become a clinic escort. Um, and uh, most importantly, uh, support those around you who are looking uh, for abortion services. And um, that's by doing simple things like offering a ride, um, you know, do, uh, helping them with child care. Uh, because 59% of women who have had an abortion are already mothers. So these are um, the communities that really uh, need our support right now. But what about people, women in Texas and these other states? Is it safe for me to go and kind of do this underground railroad type of thing and, 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 and get people out and, and lose my car? Um, is, is it pay, paying for train tickets or bus tickets so women can go places? Is that something safe? Can I be then sued? Because even though I'm not in Texas, this is a question. I'm not in Texas, but I'm helping these people. Can can I be sued by a Texan? Uh, so, no. Right, right now, I think what, what we can do is continue to support, again, um, those those who are um, – those funding uh, – those abortion funds in Texas and the very people that – are helping um, our patients having to uh, travel outside of the state. Um, and uh, right now, like our five centers, um, for example, are just ready to support those who um, are in need to travel outside of the state. So, um, you know, donating, donate to, to the local Texas funds um, that are helping these people navigate through um, their abortion by by, um, you know, by supporting the, the travel outside of the state. Mm-hmm. Well, we could continue to go on a little further and deeper, but I appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing your knowledge. I want to let people know that you guys have a website, thewomenscenters.com. Are you guys on Twitter, right, as well? Is it the same name? Uh, yes, Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook. And um, so anybody could donate to you. Uh, is there a way for people to volunteer with you if somebody wanted to volunteer? Absolutely. Um, you can go to our um, page at thewomenscenters.com and go to our Take Action page. On there, you'll be able to find the application to become a, a volunteer and um, also uh, sign up for newsletters. We'll be able to let you know who who in Texas is um, in need of your help and what organizations you can support on there, uh, and also uh, where locally you can uh, you can fund uh, abortion as well. Thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on this morning. I hope you have a great weekend um, and stay safe. This is a crazy time we're living in right now.
Thank you so much for having me, Joy. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with Elizabeth Rodriguez from the Women's Center. You can check them out, thewomenscenters.com. They um, are helping individuals if they would like to get an abortion. They're helping um, people if they want to volunteer to help aid in women um, in Texas or these other very restrictive states, um, how they can help. They have a volunteer form, so you can go there and check that out. But there are a lot of other places. Um, one of the things that Elizabeth mentioned real quick, be careful if you're deciding to have an abortion. Some places are not actually abortion, true abortion centers. So uh, just investigate where you're going. I, I would start off with the women's center, uh, centers, um, and they can verify if you know, you're not in their area. Maybe they can tell you where to go. Well, next I'm going to be speaking with Nigerian author Yejide Kalanko and I hope you guys can tune in for that show. Have a great weekend. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.